Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to a reactive versus intentional mind. I think this may be the last one in our series on this particular topic, and I hope it's been fruitful for you as I've reminded in the past. If you've missed any of the past episodes of this series, I would encourage you to go back and listen from the very beginning. Uh, Each one is only about seven to eight minutes long. So it wouldn't take you that long to catch up. And there's a lot of content that we shared on this topic that I believe is going to help you powerfully to transform and change from a reactive to an intentional mindset, which, by the way, and we've said this before, will help you in your relationships, your peace of mind, your health, and so many other ways. So let's get on to the last two of these tips that I have for you today. And uh, one is write out your response whenever you can, okay? Now, this can be pre-response or after-response. It's better if it's beforehand, but even if it's after, it really does something different in terms of how you digest and process information. When it's in writing, it's a game-changer. You use parts of your brain you don't use any other way, but when you're putting pen to paper... So you jot down your feelings, your emotions, your reactions. This is your instinctive response to the situation at hand, which can sometimes be more emotional than rational. By writing out your initial response, you afford yourself time and space to reflect and reconsider all sides to what you either should say or what you did say. And then you're able to uh, you know, use that moment to think about it from a different perspective because you've actually taken the time to put it down on paper. You're going to reflect on it in a whole different manner than if you just reflect in your head. Now, this is a tip by David Ursello, the literary writers, and I agree with it fully. In fact, journaling is a huge tool um, that is encouraged by uh, uh, psychotherapy and also by counseling, and, and, uh, and it really does help you to process Uh, concerns and problems and issues from a different perspective. So I'd encourage you to do that. And it also aligns with the cognitive restructuring that I have taught many times, not only in this series, but in others as well. So next, and actually finally, uh, ask more questions. I want to spend a little bit of time on this one because this is really important, especially in the era that we're in and the time and the age that we're in. A lot of times that we're reactionary because we make assumptions. We assume we know how someone feels. We assume we know how they're processing things. We assume that, you know, we are right and they're wrong or, you know, or they don't know what they're talking about or they have never been in your shoes while you've never been in their shoes. Um, And those assumptions can get us in so much trouble and so much chaos You know, uh, I'm thinking about, you know, some of the things I'm seeing and hearing now and even people that I'm very connected to and I care very much for, um, you know, the the perceptions now have seemed to have become um, inflamed to a point that, you know, I've almost got to really stop now and ask more questions. Hey, how does that make you feel? You know, how can I help? You know, what what can I do um, to to help you through this? 
you know, and, uh, you know, explain that to me a little bit more. Elaborate on that. Or I understand this point, but this part doesn't really make sense to me. Would you be willing to share that with me? You know, and, and I'm not saying that you're, you're you know, um, catering to any, um, you know, misbehavior or, or anyone that is, you know, being obnoxious in any way. What I'm, what I'm saying here is that the more questions you ask, the more curious you get, the less likely you're going to put people on the defense. And, and I'm, unfortunately, a lot of people are on the defense right now. And that is not the solution is to just defend, 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 because all that's going to do is make everyone's claws come out. And obviously the, the result is not going to be pretty. So we want to make sure that we're curious, that we ask the right questions. And then check our own perceptions. Could it be that maybe we are thinking in a way that is not uh, aligned with what the conversation is really about? Or could it be we're aligned with our own perceptions about a subject or an issue or um, uh, a conflict that is going to feed more fire into the conversation rather than love and compassion. We've got to stop and check our own perceptions for a moment. And this takes a little bit more work, but it's worth it in the end. And we need to ensure that whatever message we end up sending is the message we intended and that they received it in the way you wanted them to receive it. So sometimes after you state your case or you make your comment or you respond, you want to ask, does that make sense? I do that a lot. Does that make sense? And that gives them an opportunity to, to come back and say, well, no, not really, you know, or yeah, okay, that makes sense, but could you share this with me or could you answer me this question? Or they might just say, yeah, that makes sense. So, um, I mean, that's just one way you can go about it. But when you give that opportunity to ask, ask people's reasoning or thinking rather than jumping to, to those assumptions and those conclusions and telling them they're wrong and you're right, you know, this that's, that's the worst thing you can do right now. So the power of curiosity, the power of listening is are the two best communication tools in this day and age and in really in any day and age, let's face it. If you can learn to do those two, two things well, You'll have better relationships, you'll have a lot more peace, and you'll go a lot farther as a leader, as a, a friend, as you know, a colleague, or whatever the situation might be. Well, that final tip was from Christine Hassler of Christine Hassler, Inc. And uh, I'm at the end of the questions here from this article that I've been pulling from out of Forbes. I found it to be a very insightful article. Um, you can find it on Forbes, the, the title of the article uh, that I've been using as a springboard is 12 techniques for being less reactive and more intentional with workplace communication. So obviously this can be applied to workplace, but even in every other art part of life. And I like to cover all the bases. Well, this has been Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. I thank you for being uh, with us through this series and um, spending time with us today. We will have a brand new topic tomorrow. We invite you back and um, encourage you to keep reaching higher. Thank you for joining.